Hi, welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where we just kind of have a casual conversation over our kitchen table, and you as a listener just kind of take a look into our wacky and wackadoodle life. Today's episode is really, really fun. We're talking about mom going back to the gym. We talk about me writing an autobiography. We talk about destination depression, you know, mm-hmm. the idea of like, I oh, will be happy when I get to this set, set goal. Uh, we talk about, you know, me kind of living in the moment or kind of just making sure that I'm not, um, not allowing myself to be happy. We talk about social media, rhinos, mm-hmm. Coyote Peterson, just a little bit of everything. We kind of paint the plate this, this podcast. So tune in to listen to the whole episode on We're in Trouble Now. We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast and hello. And the podcast. <laughs> now, why is that wrong? Okay, you, okay. Let, in here, all okay, se- no, here, I, th- I thought about it. You asked me a question and, and I'm ready to retort. It's, you were the world's worst hype man <laughs> i am not the you okay. are because you are definitely no, no, a hype man but i'm the you have, best you have, hype man no you're not though yes no, I because, am. no because you're very repeaty yeah because i'm like i'm like that echo like hello hello i know hello, but like hello. yeah but okay so like okay so if you're okay, the okay so do it again start okay again. no 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 i would pretend i'm gonna hype you're a hype, you're my hype man yes and i'm gonna pretend i'm at a uh i'm at a, a book signing okay all right hi, hi everyone Hello, oh my god ch- he ch- did the best high ever Okay. Well, you're not. No, you're not supposed to interrupt to the person. That's a terrible hype. Hey man, guys, though. he's got a really cool mustache, huh? I mean, huh? <laughs> I wanted to give them. Who the, are you? Are you the 1920s? <laughs> I want to. There's not. There's no hype. There's yeah. not a hype. You're interrogating. No, I wanted to give them the chance to respond because I'd be like, "That's a really cool mustache, huh, guys?" And they'd all be like, "Yeah." Who are these children? <laughs> Who are you signing books for? I, I mean, I wrote an autobiography. Okay, so it's a room full of really like. Ladies, what? <laughs> it's, a, it's a room full of. La- You're very handsome, okay. so it'd be a room full of ladies, and they all be like, "Oh, look, there's Robert," and I'd be like, "Yeah, he's cool, huh, guy?" Ladies, there you go. <laughs> the offers are gonna start pouring in for me to be like uh, somebody's hype man. I yeah, I, I reckon. So, do you want to know what the name of my book is called? <laughs> Mom keeps interrupting me. No, that was that's my life story. <laughs> that is, What's the name of your? It's called book? Upper Lip Hair. Ooh. Yeah. So. Are you really going to write a book cuz I think you should. I don't know what I would, I don't know what chapter I would start at. It all started with conception. Well, ooh. I don't know. I mean, where do you start in an autobiography? You know what it, to me I always thought it would be kind of cool and and I know that Brandon and I mentioned this before but kind of like you could start your autobiography by like writing letters to papa and just kind of tell him about your life and how much it's changed. That's a good idea. And I think because you, you're such a beautiful writer, yeah. I think that that would be um, a really cool, like, um, just kind of memoir to what an impact he made and, and how much you've grown as a person since he's passed. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And so that way you don't have to worry about where you start. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like you start today and it's like, um, you know, dear Papa. And then you just kind of tell him a little bit about your life. She this effing to, dog is so dumb. No, she does not need to go out. She's she headbutting the screen door. Yeah, I know. And she just had a, she went to the bathroom. She just had a bath. Yeah. And it just, we had She's this. like, this is my present. Yeah. We Release just had me. Huge thunderstorm. So there's nothing but mud out yeah. there. No, it's, it's a bad idea. 100%. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, but I don't know. We could, it would be kind of cool to write a book with all my free time. I was going to say, I've thought about it so many times and I mm-hmm. would love to. 
But it's like, you know, I have to sleep sometime. Yeah. You'd be like, dear Papa, you'll never guess who interrupted me again. <laughs> You'd be like, that's, you know what? That's Did my you girl. used to do that to him? Heck no. <laughs> no. Well, what am I going to do on, to be on that side of the fence? You're, you're never going to be as mean as him. So don't even worry about it. Damn it. I yeah. try. Yeah. Can you no. give me my water, please? No, you see, the thing is, is like all those years that um, I'm handing it to you. Why did you shake your head when because I was you, handing it? you made it, it feel like if it was really heavy and there's no water in it. Well, I have little hands and it's a really big water bottle. Janae, because I had breakfast with Janae and James today. Yeah. And she had mentioned that it was like, she was like, wow, you have a really big water bottle. I was you like, do. It's only half a gallon. Yeah, but you know what? It's, and I have little, I have little hands, so yeah. I just wanted to make sure. See, because what was happening as you were glaring at me? I was not glaring <laughs> well, at you. Well, you were watching me with a laser focus, yeah. and I could just see me trying to pick it up with one hand. You and did. Then, yeah, and then drop it, yeah. and then your laser focus would have turned to eye roll. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I only have those two eye like yeah. settings with you. Yeah. Yeah. So it is so cute because um, you think like you're, you know, like I could keep on saying I, I grew up with Papa. Yeah. So it's like those glares. I'm like, yeah, your power has nothing on me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I thought that would be cool. So anyway, what's the name of your year? It's called upper lip hair. But I am a good hype person. No, you're not. You're a terrible hype person. You're a terrible wingman. Any social interaction. I think you just kind of skate by. It's amazing how well I do on social media and yeah. how poor I do in public. Because, I mean, when we were at the gym yeah. and those ladies were talking yeah, about... Yeah, you just started staring at them. You were like, I, just was, I was listening to their conversation. I was like, no, you're no, almost in their conversation. I was. I was trying to blend in with them so I could hear their you conversation. You stood like two feet away from them and just stared. <laughs> well, I wanted to know about the evacuation center. Yes. You want to provide context? Yeah. So, I am... You know what? I am horribly socially... Um, awkward, yeah. but um, part of this story is a two-part story. One is I went back to the gym, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the other part of it is that we had a fire really close to us, yeah. and they were evacuating a part of our town. Yeah, and um, they were talking about the evacuation. Actually, they were talking about how crowded Walmart's parking lot was because a lot of the people who were evacuated were evacuated. Yeah, Walmart. because Walmart opened up their parking lot. It's actually always open. Is it? Yeah. Oh. I thought you said that they opened it up. No, I didn't. Or did one of the ladies? One of the you must oh. have confused me for the other eighty-year-old woman. <laughs> so the ladies are talking about the evacuees at the Walmart parking lot, which I found very interesting, but I didn't know them, so yeah. I wanted to just kind of like blend in. So that way, you know, like like Peggy thought Who's I was Peggy. Peggy thought I was Mary's friend. Oh. Mary thought I was Eloise. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're all like, oh, yeah. I, then I, you know, as soon as I walked away, they'd be like, who was that? They'd be like, oh my god, I thought she. Was was with you and they'd be like no i thought she was with you peggy and she'd be like i don't know who that is yeah. but i i would have walked away happy because i had the information i wanted what do you mean you would have didn't you no because you made me stop no. <laughs> well yeah because we just got <laughs> in with the workout and i was like all right you ready and you were like like, like a, you were getting abducted by the mothership and you're like a moth to the flame I was putting you just on. started slowly walking to this poor group of older <laughs> women and you're all breathing heavy staring at them i had just gotten off the stairmaster and i was too busy cloaking myself cloaking yeah i was trying to like make myself blend in so you don't blend in anywhere i know so I was trying to like regulate my breathing. So I'm like, yeah. <gasps> you're like trying to breathe in your, like in your nose and out your mouth. You're yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why listening to three random ladies conversation? You know, how did it be now just to set the record straight? How okay. did it have been a private conversation? Yeah. Like they were talking about like one of their husbands or something. I wouldn't have done that. Yes, but you would have. You no, know, I wouldn't. You would. You would, too. If there's any gossip to be had, you're in the middle of it. Yeah, but I just don't want to admit that on air. <laughs> So I'm trying to redeem some sort of money. Oh, okay. Trying so, to save face. Okay. So no, that one would have been more like I was curious. And, and something like that, if I happened to overhear something, it's just kind of like a little bonus nugget. Yeah. But no, I I felt like th- we were gathering information for the safety of our family. Sure. So I thought it was okay to um, invite myself to their conversation. Mm. Even though I wasn't going to talk, I was just going to listen. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. You make me sound really creepy. You're a very creepy person. Okay, so yes, I admit I'm a little socially and awkward. Yeah. And awkward? Awkward. No, Not in awkward. Just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> You're all the way awkward. I'm 100% full board. So do you want to talk to them about your gym? Oh, yeah. So um, I decided the other day. So let's let's go back. Let's okay. go back in time. All right. That says going back in time. <laughs> you know what? Don't give me that look just because I'm a master at sound effects. You're not. We've already had this discussion. And, and I not. am. You're not. I, I sound just like a shark. Okay, please continue. So, okay. So the on Monday was Labor Day. And Robert and Brandon go to the gym in the morning. And then they walk around a park. And yeah. um, they invited me to walk with them on Monday. So we were walking on Monday. They had already been to the gym. And I, I came to the epiphany that it's really been bothering me lately. Because I am 58. I just turned 58. Mm-hmm. And I've been noticing that my, um, my muscle mass and just my overall like strength has been leaving faster than, um, I would like it to. I'm just not pleased with the, like my, my overall body strength. So I asked Robert and Brandon if, um, I did not be socially awkward, which lasted four days. Yeah. But if I didn't bother them in their routine that they already had, would they mind if I joined the gym and joined them? And they're like, no, that'd be perfectly fine. So long story short, I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning yep. to be out of the house at 420 to be at the gym by 430 mm-hmm. to work out for approximately an hour. Yep. And I it will be doing that now five days a week. Yes. So you've already done one week. This will be tomorrow will be the start of week your next two. week. Yes. Or, or today if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. So Monday, September 12th will be the second week Week. Mm -hmm. that you'll be doing it yeah and my goal is because before covid Mm -hmm. before everything shut down i was running between three to five miles a day yeah you know i felt like i was in really good condition yeah um it wasn't too much for myself and then um because i was having to run after work Mm -hmm. so i wasn't comfortable running at night after work so you know two years all in a blink of an eye two years was gone yeah and all of a sudden, here I am with deteriorating, can, you know. Phys- I wouldn't say deteriorating. You just lost muscle mass. I lost a lot of muscle mass. And, and when You're not I say, fading away. You're not Marty McFly on Back to the Future. No, but, but I mean, truthfully, getting up and down from the ground, because, you know, we, we Indy's yeah. a puppy. So, yeah. like, if I've been down or something like that, I can feel the difference in me just, you know, just doing simple tasks of, like, sure. trying to <clears throat> stand up again. So, um my ultimate goal is to get back to at least three miles a day. And I've already ran one and a quarter mile without stopping. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. You'll yeah. get there. I mean, it'd be, it'd be unreasonable for you to expect to like do three miles in one in the oh, first gosh, week no. back. Yeah. No. And, and, and truthfully, I'm not even. Okay. I'm going to shut this door. This dog's driving yeah. me crazy. Indy. 
Yeah, she's being a little. Do you think she has to go to the bathroom? Yeah, why don't we? Hold on, everybody. We'll be back. And we are back. And our good girl did have to go outside. So. <laughs> Continue the story. So, anyway, so what I, you know what? I'm not even putting any time frame on how long. Like, I'm not going to go in and put, like, all these, like. Unrealistic um, expectations. Yeah, because then yeah. it just makes it unenjoyable. It doesn't make it enjoyable. Yeah. So I'm just like, hey, when I get there, I get there. I just know I will get there. Yeah, I know Brandon kind of struggles with that a little bit because he had he had weight lifted for a long time and then took a long time break off. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, him and I starting back up again, you know, I think he gets a little beat up. You know, he's like, oh, I used to be able to like double this weight mm-hmm. and triple this weight. And like, yeah, sure. But like, you know, that doesn't mean you can't do it again. If You know, you just got to give yourself time. And I think that time invested is the hardest thing is like dedicating, you know, weeks and months to like, you know, steady progression to get back to where you were. Yeah. Because I mean, the thing is, is I know I'm going to get there. I might as well just enjoy the journey while I'm yeah, getting there. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, it, you you just never have any sense of like peace or accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'd just, love, I would love to have you like weight train with me a little bit too. Like we were talking about doing it tomorrow because yeah. if Brandon, um, you know, he may not come tomorrow to the gym, so that'd be perfectly fine. And you and I can, can, I'll, you know, we'll, I'll make you lift a couple of thirties or something. 30, like, like 30 dumbbells. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like with both hands? Uh, one in each hand. 30 pounds each? You could do it. No, I can't. You, I think you could. Not comfortably. I'll make you do like squats or something. I don't know if I want to do this now. Yeah, well. <laughs> I can see you like, like throwing like a really heavy medicine ball at me or like putting like a heavy weight on my back and then making yeah. me like lunge around yeah. the. I'm cool with that. Yeah, no. No, I think, but it would be fun, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's just the thing. It's, it's like, you know, I was telling you, it's so long as I get my little mile and a quarter in, yeah. um, whatever I do after that, it's no big deal. Yeah. No, it was interesting that you had mentioned that like um, you were saying that like, oh, well, once I get to here, or, like then I'll be happy kind of thing. And it, it brings up to a really good point called it's I was I saw this a couple of days ago. And it kind of really been hitting home, but it's called uh, destination depression mm-hmm. in terms of like oh, when as soon as I get to this goal, then I'll be happy. Or as yeah. soon as I get this thing, I'll be happy. Or, or this milestone, then I'll allow myself to be happy. And I think that's a very big pitfall that a lot of us fall into, myself included. And I think with like, you know, th- the gym is such a good example, but this could be applied to like anything in life. Yeah. And I would think, you know, in our in our realm, I think more so in social media than anything. Oh, you know, yeah. you're like, once I get X amount of followers, then I'll be happy. Or, you know, once I make this milestone, then I'll be happy. And it's a, it's a really big pitfall to fall under. Yeah. You know, I have a couple of points I want to talk to you about that one. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like you said, uh, because w- when you were explaining, you mm-hmm. said you don't allow yourself to be happy. Yeah. But in some circumstances, you don't know how to be happy. Well, like in what way? Though? Like, for example, like I always used to think like, um, especially like when I was drinking, mm-hmm. like if I quit drinking, I will be happy, sure. which it, in the, the, the happy ending to the story is that I am. Yeah. But I had to teach myself how to be happy because I didn't know how to be. I didn't yeah. know the fundamental formula of what made me happy. Mm-hmm. So I always used to say, if I do this, then I'll be happy. Yeah. And then, you know, it's just sometimes it, there's more to it than just that. Sure. You yeah. I, I can get behind that. Yeah. But I, but I think like, you know, like you're like, Oh, well, I don't know how to be happy. And you're like, you give yourself this, I, you know, once I get here, then I'll be happy. But also I don't know how to be happy. I think that's just, I think that's also, I think that would limit a lot of people from trying though too. Yeah. And yeah. also too, I mean, a lot of times it's like, you know, you, you put this goal to yourself, you get there mm-hmm. 
and then you don't know how to be happy. So you just set your goal out even farther. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you make that milestone and you're like, okay, well now I have that goal. Like, you know, I made that weight or I got that promotion yeah. or I got bought this thing. And then you just set your sights to the next thing. And then you're like, well, I won't be happy until I have this thing. Right. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really tricky, it's, you know, it's like quicksand. It's right? a vicious circle. Yeah. Yeah. See, because I know that, like you said, you were always a little guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, as a mom, I could really, and there's Indy again. She's dog. such a good girl. Um, I could see you doing that. And yeah. you would always tell me your counterpoint, your counter argument was it keeps you motivated. Yeah. And I kept on saying, no, it's not keeping you motivated. It's keeping you unhappy. Yeah. So you have to be really careful about what emotions you're, you're trying to, what, what, Whatever you're feeling, are you calling it the right thing? Well, I think it's important to have goals and I think it's important to hit those goals, but I think it's also realistic to like see the counterpoint to it. You yeah. Know? And, and I remember like you, you made a really good point though. Like, cause I had, I had tried to stream on that Twitch mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well once I get X amount of followers, then, uh, then I'll be good. Mm-hmm. And you know, everything's work until then. And, and in a lot of ways that wasn't the case. And it wasn't until later that I was like, you know what? I really should have just enjoyed the time I had. Yeah. you know, doing it. And then, you know, however many followers or viewers I had that, that was the, that's how many I, I get and I should be happy with it. And, you know, it's, it's just really tricky. It's almost like a balancing act. It really is. And a lot of it just comes down to it's, I think probably the most important factor of all of this. Mm-hmm. It's what are you feeling and yeah. are you, are you masking something? Because a like lot as of a t- whole or yeah, what? like as a whole, because if you're like, well, you know what? Once I get here, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Well, what's stopping you from ultimately being happy at this moment? Yeah. There's no reason you can't be happy in the journey of getting to where you want to go. I think it could be just people just being un- like, it would be the counterpoint. Be they, they're just <clears throat> unhappy with their current predicament. That's and so what it's I'm nice saying. to like look to the future as like, oh, well, like just like you with drinking, like once I make this goal, then I can allow myself to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because like I said, it's like uh, sometimes it's, Oh, hang on. I got pl- to plug my laptop in. You keep talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because the thing is, is and it's easier to say that once I get to a certain goal that you'll be happy instead of at this moment trying to figure out what it is that's not making you happy. And since Robert walked away, I can talk about this subject all I want. But, oh, he can hear me. <laughs> Sometimes my plans just don't turn out the way that they're supposed to. But what I'm saying, though, truthfully, Robert, it's sometimes it's easier to mask it and say something else than to take that deep dive and really figure out what's wrong with what's going on in your life at the moment that's stopping you from being happy at this moment. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's like you say, it's a masking tool, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And it's, it's perfectly. And I think in a lot of ways, I think it's over this this type of. I don't want to call it like self-harm or this type of it is, negative it is mindset. Bit, yeah. You know, I think it's very common, especially in today's society. Well, we're such a driven society. Yeah. You know, we're, it's, I, I guess this subject has so many different layers. It's, yeah, it's also definitely a lot. Because I mean, a lot of times people, um, you know, they want a certain amount of success mm-hmm. and when they get there, they still don't feel like a success. So yeah. then they just keep pushing and pushing themselves. Yeah. You know, like on social media, it, it's like I just worked for so long to get to a million followers. Yeah. And then once I got there, I'm like, now what? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it took me a couple of days to actually get my head around it that, you know what, even though I'm here, things don't, you know, it's still the same as yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
So see, it's interesting because I now that we're now that we're talking about it, I can kind of I can see two aspects in my life where uh, I am definitely guilty of it, and then I'm definitely not guilty of it. And right? what are those two? So I'm not guilty at it because you know my YouTube has been I, in a lot of ways yeah. I've, I've been having a really fun time with it. You know I'm not monetized by any means, and I and I'm I'm, I'm still a relatively a little distance away from it, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not worried about it and I'm having a good time doing it while I can, you know, I'm, I'm just enjoying it. And you know, every video I post is like, yeah, like it's yeah. fun. It's, it's really fun to me. And so I'm like, oh yeah, I don't care what goal we hit as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing. And then, and so I'm definitely not guilty in, in that aspect, but then in the, in the latter, latter, you know, because we had started going back to the gym, you know, between Des going into Africa mm-hmm. and, you know, me getting tattooed, I just haven't been to the gym a whole lot since uh, March, right? So I've lost, I, I, I weighed myself, I've lost about 20 pounds, yeah. whether it be about muscle or fat, but I'm, I'm 20 pounds lighter than what I was in March. Mm-hmm. And I can, and I can see it in some ways and I can't, and I can't in the others, but like, you know, my muscle strength definitely isn't what it used to be. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well, once I hit this target rate, then I'll start wearing, you know, tank tops or I'll start yeah. wearing, you know, more, a little more form fitting shirts. And so I definitely catch myself in this kind of negative mindset. Like, oh, I won't allow myself to wear this kind of clothing until I've reached this, you know, physical appearance kind of thing. Now, are you now are you stopping yourself from doing that? You know, well, if we're going to be a hundred percent honest, I haven't had a reason to put on fancy clothes in a while, Okay. but you know, we're going to go, we're going to do Coyote Peterson's thing or Mike's thing, mm-hmm. um, on the 24th and I'll have to wear a suit there. So I was trying to figure out what suit I want to wear. Cause I have this really nice dark, uh, like Navy blue. And I don't know if I want to go like super, super fancy or like, like Latino casual. See, I know because I'm going to be going to this also. Yeah. So why don't we tell them what it is? Oh yeah. Go ahead. You don't know? I'm going to be a moderator. You're a moderator for an event called, um, it is a, oh great, now I don't know. Uh, it is called uh, the World Rhino Day. It's it's a World Rhino Day uh, panel of conservationists. So to be my boss, Mike, and then to be my really good friend, well, not my really good friend, but my good friend, Will um, Folds from South Africa, and then Coyote Peterson, who is a very successful YouTube channel. He's the dude that gets bit by those bugs and spiders yeah. and snakes and stuff like that. And I, I believe one more, but it should be about three or four people. And th- Mike had asked my mom to be the moderator, which is really fun to do because I did it one yeah. year as well. And it's just a hoot. Um, and it's a, it's a very... You know, it's going to be at a winery. It's going to be fancy. So we're going to have to wear like, a, you know, nicer clothes. You know what? Um, hmm. I have a really nice black dress. Okay. So maybe I'll just wear that with like a nice pair of heeled yeah, boots. I would. But I would like to, um, let's just, because even I was like thinking about like what to wear. Yeah. And instantly I was like, like thinking about casualing it up. Yeah. And I think that we should, you know what? We should put an effort into it yeah. and dress up and, and. And do it. That'd be cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I, I really wouldn't mind wearing something nice. And I, and it's not like I'm like, oh, well, I forbid myself to wear it, but I'm definitely like, I've definitely caught myself like, oh, well, once I hit this target range in terms of like physical strength or in terms of like, you know, physical appearance, then, then I'll start wearing these clothes. Yeah. And, and I definitely, it's definitely a slippery slope, especially with, you know, physical appearance and going out and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you should do that. And it's the thing is, is that Robert is, I think everybody has these. Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, but it's, it's how much do you let them like take a hold of Mm. your, your train of thought? Yeah. You know, 
And I just, it's really, it's really cool to see like before it would have just like consumed you because sure. you've, but you've always been predestined to just have this really um, intense desire for perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely hold myself to a really high standard. In, in, in almost everything I do. Now, that now, do you think that it was because of, like, what your dad used to, like... Um, because, I don't know. Because I know that, like, when um, you, he would get you ready for school, mm-hmm. like, even when we were married, yeah. he, your hair had to be perfect. Yeah. And, you know, your clothes had to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I know one of your teachers actually mentioned that because you, you were so worried about, like, getting not... Like, your hair messed up or getting dirty during yeah. recess that you weren't allowed... You were, like, almost having panic attacks. Oh, really? I mean, this was like second grade. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying it's that possible. it's all your dad's no, fault. No, I mean, I don't know. You know, it could very well be. Yeah. But I've always, I mean, I think maybe it's because I know what, I know that I could do it. So I hold myself to that standard of like, well, if I know I can do it, why can't I kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it could be a little bit of a mixture of everything. You yeah. know, it could be, you know, some sort of like OCD kind of thing or, or like, um, you know, like you say, some sort of perfectionist thing, or maybe it's firstborn syndrome. I don't know. You no, know? I don't know. Now, t- going back to like how you used to be when you were on Twitch, yeah. As to how you are now on mm-hmm. YouTube, I mean, do you think that that's just you're enjoying the journey now because you've grown as a person? Yeah, I would say definitely. I would just say 100. percent I'm mm-hmm. more confident in, as me as a person versus you know who I was then, and that I mean, realistically that was only like two years ago. Yeah. But I've seen videos of what I how I acted and what I looked like two years ago. I mean, I was watching. I went through my TikTok last night and I was yeah. like, oh my God, I look, I look 100% different. Yeah. And this was in February. Yeah. You know, like um, February of last year, because I was looking through my Costa Rica ones and I just look, I looked like a completely different person. I yeah. looked, I was a little chub, I don't want to say chubbier in the face, but I was a little more rounder in the face. You know, my, my hair, my mustache was a little goofy and just, I just didn't look like, well, you look like the Robert at that time. Yeah, yeah I that suppose so. Robert. Yeah, I think Robert. I think Robert was trying back then. Yeah, you know, he, I think he was trying to put on airs of who the person he wanted to be versus like now, where this is, you know, the person I'm more comfortable being. And I wouldn't say putting on airs. I think you were trying different suits. Yeah, okay, I'm okay with that. You know, yeah. you were trying different variations mm. of you to see which one stuck. Yeah, you know, because that that was when I had stopped streaming because mm-hmm. I I'd given up on the aspect because I was just really it was more of like I was p- trying to please other people than I was trying to have fun over myself so i felt like i had a this like um obligation mm-hmm. to make people happy and because of it i wasn't you know i wasn't myself happy you know because i was trying to put out all these fires or trying to please all these people and and that just burnt me out and so between that and you know covid and you know doing all this stuff i think i was just like okay yeah but i don't know i don't i mean i don't and i don't know where that switch happened i don't know where that transition happened where i was like you know what i'm gonna do whatever i want and i'm gonna i'm gonna have fun doing whatever i want I think probably, and this is just my personal yeah. observation, was your trip to Africa. Which one, though? The last one. Really, I think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from everything that happened from missing your plane oh, yeah. to the car accident, yeah. you came home with more of a, you know what, this is, things are going to change. Yeah, And maybe. you really made some really huge strides in, like, how you thought about yourself, mm-hmm. what you thought about life, what you were going to do, and how you were going to do it. Yeah, maybe, 
Yeah, because yeah. now it's like, oh yeah, I, you know, if I want it, I get it. You know, if I, if I like the cowboy boots, right? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, one day I was just like, yeah, I want cowboy boots. You know, and then I went out and bought it. And, yeah. You know, and I love them. And you, you never know. would have had the confidence to. No, I never would have like, thought. I never. I would. I guess I would never allow myself to mm-hmm. try cowboy boots, or, or I would never give myself the opportunity to like even experience what they look like. Right. You know, and I think maybe maybe getting tattooed with Austin a whole lot too really helped as well, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's such a free form person. He's just like, I don't care. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't and know. I think that's what makes him so cool is that he is so okay with himself. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's just, he's his personality, his positivity is so infectious, right? Yeah. Cause you know, he's a very humble person and he's never given the illusion that he's trying to pretend to be anything other than he isn't. And that confidence of just who he is and, and that confidence of being okay in the moment and with himself is it's infectious. Yeah. You know? Well, it kind of gives you, um, it gives you a little glimpse mm-hmm. that of what can be totally, you yeah. know, and you, it's kind of like if Austin has that lifestyle, yeah. there's no reason for you not to allow yourself to have that lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. You know, and like it's, it's, it's been a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it really is because it's like, you know, because I'm not trying to please anybody else, you know, mm-hmm. and, and if somebody doesn't like me for me and that's perfectly fine, you know, it, and I'm, I'm, I'm not to the point where like, I'm not trying to please people, but I definitely don't care if people are un. Well, there's a big difference from yeah. being, you know, like being a active member of society and trying to just to be a people pleaser. Sure, yeah. And that's where, like, for like with people on social media, let's mm-hmm. just say, for example, you're on social media yeah. and you post your outfit because you're looking for that gratification. Yeah. You're looking for like, I want people to tell me that my outfit is cool. Yeah. And when people say something mean, mm-hmm. it devastates them. Sure. Because they, they're, that, they're looking for something, somebody to tell them how they're supposed to be feeling about how they look. Yeah. But if you just drop in, you're like, you know what? I like me for me with all my imperfections and I'm going to show you my outfit because I like it. Those negative comments are, are they, they have nothing. I wouldn't say that they have nothing. They definitely, it takes a sting out. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, it's a huge difference. I mean, yeah. You know, and if I get told that I'm old one more time, I'm going to throw up. Sure. You know, it was the difference between them hurting you and then them just making noise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since somebody said something that is actually hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, to me, it's like I, I almost have to shake my head at like at how in what despair do you live that you want to, yeah. you know, and truthfully on some of the, the, the social media channels are just turning vile. Yeah. The TikTok set itself, I think, is turning rather rotten. Yeah. You know, it, you know it, it's no longer do the the happy, positive, like mm-hmm. vi- videos of like dance trends, yeah. they're no longer what's popular. Well, where do you think that, where do you think those people are gone? Cause it's not like the creators are turned vile. I think just that style of content's no longer relevant mm-hmm. or maybe it's getting so like suppressed in the algorithm. But where do you think the, I think where do you think the, the dancing went? Truthfully, I think TikTok chewed them up and spit them out. Really? You think they're not dancing anymore? Mm-mm. Really? They might be on Instagram or, yeah. or YouTube or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But I just, I mean, truthfully, I think TikTok is just like, a, it's a machine, Yeah. you know, and whether or not there's a creator on there creating a happy dance for yeah. other people to, to copy, mm-hmm. I don't think TikTok cares. Yeah. I will say that there is, I mean, we were talking about like girls trying out their outfits and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There is one girl, oh God, I'm going to forget her name. I don't know my phone is, but she follows both of us and she does this one. She, I saw her, I saw her do it yesterday or maybe it was the day before. Oh, dude, did I like it? I don't know. But she had said that there was somebody on Instagram who was like, hey, if you're over this age, 
and you do boomerangs, like stop it. And so she did a boomerang and, yeah. said, and on her hand it said no. Yeah. And I just thought it was a really funny way. And she, she does her, her outfits and things like that. And I really like that. I think, I think it takes a lot of confidence, you know? And when I was looking through my TikToks yesterday, I was like, oh, I did a lot of outfit. Yeah. You know, TikToks and I just don't do them anymore. But I also, oh, oh, I don't remember the last time I wore pants. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? And that is also too, Robert, that was when you were really... Um, you were really experimenting with what kind of style you wanted. Yeah. And I think maybe like you again, maybe again, just trying to find my voice. Yeah. Or just trying to find my identity because that was when I was making all different kinds of TikToks and things like that. And, you know, I was just trying to like, Hey, this is just who I am. Now, did you enjoy making the TikToks or was it more of like, this is just something you know, I, I did and I didn't. It yeah. was, you know, that was, like I said, that was the part when I, I stopped streaming. So it was more of just me trying to fill, you know, the dead air and it was just me trying to stay relevant and, um, you know, it was like, you, you know, you were like, you should do TikToks. And I was like, okay, I'll do TikToks. Yeah. And so it wasn't that, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy them. I didn't go out of my way to like do them. And I don't, I don't think I'd be doing any, although there is, I don't know if you've seen him. He's that really cool photographer dude who like poses mm-hmm. and at the end of everything. He goes quack. No, I haven't seen him. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, you, he's that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. He's just, he's just a really cool dude who like does poses for both men and females. Yeah. And, um, at the end of every video, I'll see if I can't find him in here too. He goes quack. No, um, I was thinking about recreating some of his poses. Oh, that's cool. But, um, you know, again, it comes down to time. I just don't think I have enough of it. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, I absolutely love the people of TikTok. Yeah. you know, like the, you, you know, the people, the platform itself. Yeah. It's just, it makes me sad to see how TikTok has evolved into what it's involved in. You know, it's like, it, it's, there's just seems, to, I don't know, maybe it's because I, I, I don't know. It just when's seems the last like, time you, like you, when's the last time you, you like dedicated like a good while to look through TikTok? Oh, I'd look through TikTok every day. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, let's see if I can't find yeah, it. Are you wondering if I just don't, if I'm just like in a wrong side of TikTok? Yeah, I'd be curious to see how the algorithm works, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because who's to say? I don't know. It gets pretty bad when I look forward to a pimple popping TikTok. Oh, do you? Yeah, because I'm just tired of everybody else just talking about mean people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's like, I know that there's mean people out there. I know that there's people out there who are not kind to other people. I just would like to see some kindness, too. So, um, you know, like what, what I guess what would be... How would you counteract that negativity on TikTok? I mean, would you start posting more positive things or? I think the post, I think the, what I do post is positive. Oh, okay. You know, I, I am not going to jump on the trend of like, Hey, you know what? I was just at the grocery store and here's this mm-hmm. lady. I heard her say something mean. I'm no, not yeah, going to, sure. you know, I'm not going to jump on that trend. Yeah. I didn't jump on the trend of a teenage, you know, that one where it was like the teenage dirt bag song. Yeah. I, I didn't do that because you know what? I wasn't a dirt bag. I was a, a I was a kid who was sad yeah. and lonely, Yeah, you know? And I was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this just for views. Yeah, it's fair. You know? Yeah. And so to me, I, I like everything else. I just kind of marched to my, my own drum. Well, that in a sense, I mean, is I feel like that's just the nature of TikTok too though, right? It's like, well, what's going to go viral or like, what's going to be the next big thing? Mm-hmm. And I think maybe, I think you're looking at TikTok how, I think you're looking at it very healthy, but I think, people are like, you know, obviously everybody wants to be famous. Well, I'm not going to chase that high. Yeah. And I'm not going to chase the the algorithm. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want to do every single day. Yeah. I'm going to say the message I want to say every single day. 
And if I go viral, I go viral. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. You know, and that's just the thing. It's it's like I've worked really hard to get where I am on TikTok. And if, if ah, I found it. Oh, and if I mention the word you like, hey, do you need a new tube yeah. of toothpaste? Yeah. My next video will have 11 views. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I'm constantly getting punished on, yeah. on, on TikTok, but that's just a different story. Yeah. Her name is a uh, potato slav. Oh, let me see. Oh, okay. So that's you. I think she follows. I mean, she obviously follows you. Oh, cool. No, I'll have but to she does this thing where it says here by week. Yeah. So she has this thing. It's like, I have a message for all of you things. Like, please stop using boomerang on Instagram. Yeah. And she, she responds oh. with a little thing, a little boomerang herself. And she says, no, yeah. I well, thought it was, I thought it was really cute. I like her. I like her, how she see to me, she's, she's fighting negativity. Yeah, exactly. She's counteracting negativity. Yeah. And she's doing it in her style, and I think she has a really cool way of doing yeah, it. I like it. And she has cool outfits. Yeah. Makes me want to dress up fancy. Like, I can't remember the last time I wasn't wearing board shorts or like gym shorts and a shirt. You know, ever since I said I'm going to dress up for the, um, for the, the gala the or the, the, the World Rhino Day the thing. Wor- I'm like, I wonder if I still have that dress. Yeah. So, but I'm going to, you know what? No matter what I wear, it's mm. going to be, it's going to be stylish and I'm going to put a lot of effort into yeah. it. Yeah. Are you excited? Yeah. Do you know, do you need help with any rhino facts? I have zero rhino facts. They're do you? big. They are. They have a horn. They, well, some have two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a horn, You, I didn't say they only. Oh, okay. Have, do you know I, what the horn is made out of? It's like they're fingers nail their fingernails and toenails it's the protein carotene yeah. which is the same protein of your hair and fingernails yeah. yeah they have their lip their top lip it looks like a v only for black rhinos okay and they yeah, have the a, black rhinos they have a little like a little it's like an extra finger and that's how they grasp things yeah <laughs> um they have a cute little swishy tail they do have a swishy tail yeah their babies look like little boulders with um legs yep and they are they don't have very good eyesight they don't. You are correct. They have great sense of smell, though. Yeah. yeah. Now, how do they, if they can't really see, I mean, it, it, but they can protect their babies and stuff? Well, they, they can see. Yeah, they can absolutely see. I mean, also, too, they can smell. So, okay. like, when we're when we're in Africa and stuff like that, and we were monitoring rhinos, you'd always have to be downwind of them. So, you, you know, they would smell you before they could see you. And it's the same thing with any predatory animal. They would smell a predatory animal before they would see oh, it. Okay. So it's, it's very similar to that. Because every once in a while, I'll see like a, um, a documentary. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a pack of lions surrounding a mommy rhino and her baby. I would think very rarely would they be able to take down a rhino. Yeah. I can't. Well, think I think of they any. try to separate the baby from the mom. That's fair. I mean, lions are opportunistic, you know, feeders. Yeah. So they definitely go for that. See, that's just the whole thing. I love nature. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I, it just, it's hard for me to watch. It's definitely not fun. No. And, and that's, well, that's one of the cool things about watching the alone, right? Is, you know, when people who are quote unquote like wilderness experts, they still cry when they kill a rabbit or they still cry when they kill like a bird. And it, that feeling never goes away. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it, obviously it's not, fun to watch it happen in real life and it but you do have to realize that it is a part of nature and as much as like you you know are i don't want to say blind to the fact but like as much as media kind of shields us from the the you know the realization that animals do kill other animals it's it's hard to really stomach at first well i think that we as a you know it's Mm -hmm. like we turn a blind eye to the treatment of animals for 
the consumption of food. Sure. Well, I, th- I just in general, I mean, watching anything die is just heartbreaking. Yeah, but I mean, they're not treated nicely. You talk about for wilderness? No, I'm the, talking about like for hamburger meat in the store and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a whole different can of worms. I yeah. think we should stick on rhinos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's why I'm a vegetarian. It is true. So yeah. are rhinos, actually. Really? Yeah. That's why I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they're cute. Okay. And they usually have little birds sitting on their back. They do. They mm-hmm. do. I believe they're called the glassy-eyed starling, but I could be completely wrong there. Yeah. And um, yeah, um, if I have any more facts, I'm pretty sure I'll be sitting on the panel. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like, scoot so. over, coyote. I'm going to come in here and answer these questions. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited. I think you'd really like Will, too. He's a very, he's a very tall South African. And he talks rather posh. Cause Ooh, can he, I talk like that back to him? I would be like, hello, Will, how are you? You know, he's a cool cat. Um, but he, he won't even know that I'm talking like him. He'll be like, oh my gosh, we sound just alike. You know, to be honest with you, he's, he, he, has a, he has a lot of really big stories. And so generally he'll probably be the one doing all the talking just because oh, okay. he's, he's, he's got a lot of life experience. Yeah. So you'd be like, hey, Will, how are you? Like we had, we had talked to him one time. It's so funny because he owns, you know, he's the primary... He, he runs a very large game reserve in Africa, right? His yeah. family owns a, you know, one, one parcel of like a, a big game reserve. Right. And his family has been there for a long, long time. And he's got all of this, you know, sh- giant houses and things like that. And we would come over and see him and he had this little itty bitty like man cave, yeah. but the man cave was literally like a cave that had like wobbly chairs and like one light and a really beat up old little small refrigerator. And he loved it. Oh, cool. He loved it in there. All these pictures of like, um, you know, the South African rugby team and, and things like that. And, you know, you just get to talk in and he's just a really fun dude to talk with. Yeah. And, um, we got to talking about drones because he has a drone too. And so him and I, are sh- we were showing drone footage to each other and yeah. he's a cool cat. See, I'm really hoping that Mike will send me the questions so I can at least review them. Oh, he will. Yeah. He's getting, he got, we got married today. That's what I saw. Yeah, he got married congratulations today. to yeah. him. Um, yeah, he, w- he was there. He runs, he does all of the rhino procedures in Africa. So w- I was with him when he, with the last rhino procedure when I was there and he mm-hmm. blow darted or not blow darted, but he tranquilized the, I can see him the, like sneaking <laughs> no, no, it's actually, it's really insane when he tranquilizes it, yeah. they do, it's called two step is what they call it. It's a mixture between two tranquilizers that are so powerful that the rhino would walk two steps before it falls over. But they had mentioned that like, Hey, if you put your hand where the injection site is, you will die. Really? Yeah, because the tranquilizer is that powerful. Oh, wow. So if you have like an open cut or like let's say your fingernails or like let's say your fingers are cracking because of the weather yeah. and you put your hand on the injection site and the, and the tranquilizer serum like gets in your open wound, you die. Oh, wow. You, you take about two steps and you die. Oh, see, I could see if I was there, I'd be like, hmm, what's this stuff? Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe watch. <laughs> you, can, you can watch the procedure. Have you yeah. ever seen one? Um, just the videos that you showed Oh, okay. Me. It's pretty cruel. Yeah. yeah. I, held the, I held a rhino home before when we dehorned it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. You know, it's you have, see, that's just, you sit here and I, this just, the, this is what kills me. Really? You sit here and you have the most amazing stories. Yeah. And I don't think you realize how amazing your stories are. And I don't think that you understand that the, the life adventures that you have yeah. are so few and far between for so many different people. Really? Okay. That, you know, it's just, to me, it's the way you talk about him. You're all like, yeah, you know, and I'm sure, you know, Tom down the street, would the same thing happened to him yeah. when he was holding a rhino horn in know. Africa. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think part of you like 
hold yourself back from the like the acknowledgement? Um. Well, I think to be honest with you, I think the thing of it is I've never want I've never been one to boast. Yeah. And so I've never been one to be like, oh well, hey, well. Let me tell you about my experience. No, that's for me. Yeah. I'm a really good hype man. Yeah. And so, and, and uh, maybe that's, maybe that's the reason why I never really like, I never really think it's that big of a big deal because I don't ever want to be that person. See, because I just hope, and that's totally honorable. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that's a nice trait. Yeah. So long as deep down on the inside, you know how amazing. Yeah. And I think, well, is. I do journal, right? So whenever yeah. I travel overseas, I bring my journal and I do journal everything. Yeah. And so that, and I think if I have to, if I have to like boast or if I have to like, you know, brag, I, I think I brag and, to my journal. And there's a big difference between being proud of your accomplishments yeah. and being, and and being boastful. That's fair. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we feel like we're not allowed to be proud of ourselves yeah. because we don't want to be that person. Yeah. And I just want you to know that it is okay for you to be proud of your achievements mm-hmm. without being that, like I said, that person. Yeah, that's fair. You yeah. Because a lot of times we, we have a tendency to dim our light because mm-hmm. we don't want to be perceived as being conceited or... Yeah, I would say I definitely, I would definitely fall under that, that mm-hmm. notion. I mean, I've never been one to be like, I, I'd much rather lift people up than put people down kind of thing. So long as you lift yourself up also, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's but fair. It, and that's just the whole thing. It's, it's like, again, you know, coming from a childhood where you were never taught that it's okay yeah. to be, oh, it's okay to be proud of your accomplishments. Mm-hmm. You know, I can definitely sometimes still see you put your, your accomplishments on the back burner okay. and there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, sure. Yeah. But so long as deep down, you know, like I keep saying, so long as you know inside how amazing the things that you've done is mm-hmm. and that the things that you've done, other people couldn't do. Sure. And sometimes you're like, wow, are you sure? Are you, are, I mean, are you, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, it, and again, I'm not expecting you to be like walking through the airport going, Hey, I've been to Africa. Sure. On my own. Sure. Yeah. But when, you know, telling the story, sometimes I just hope you, could stop and be like, well, I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Oh, definitely. You know, I definitely think back on the things I've done and sometimes I forget how many things I've done mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, I have a good time with it. Like even last night when I was just looking through the TikTok, I was really, I really do miss, you know, I, I, I got kind of homesick in Africa, right? I really wanted yeah. to go back and I just miss, I miss the experience and I miss, the, you know, really honestly, I miss the smell. Yeah. Africa smells so good and it just, it, it just smells like, um, I, I guess the best way to put it is like it smells like everything's been basked in sunlight, you know, like that that crisp sunlight air. It just, yeah. It so just, I was thinking it smelled like a, a a clean barn. Um. Yeah. Actually. Well. Actually. Honestly, it smells a lot like here. It's the typography is very similar to California. Okay. Um. It does kind of. I wouldn't say a clean barn because there's not a lot of hay. Yeah. But um. No. It definitely. I don't know. I just. I miss everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. For some reason, I just remembered like the smell of like at the Del Mar Fair mm-hmm. where we would walk into the barn, mm. just kind of like that. I don't remember the smell of what the Del Mar Fair mm. smells like. Um, no, I don't know. Just everything is just everything's cool no, out there, cool. and I and I miss a lot of it. Um, well, I remember the time the Christian, we I ate like seven day old hot dogs. <laughs> no, but then you wonder why I always think you need to go to the hospital when you get when you yeah. come back. Yeah. Why was, were you eating? Well, okay. So Christian was there and Christian is the dog handler yeah. um, for a lot of the canines out there. And he was part of, he was a, a ranger, you know, he was training as a, a no, he was the instructor for the rangers, mm-hmm. excuse me. And he had brought Rolo, 
uh, which is one of the working dogs. Yeah. And he was training Rolo because Rolo is trained in scent detection. And so as a reward, Christian would give him a hot dog and Rolo doesn't care if the hot dogs are refrigerated or not. And, you know, and so throughout the course of the week, you know, Christian doesn't have a whole lot of money. So he bought a big pack of hot dogs yeah. and would give Rolo, you know, bits and pieces of the hot dog as a, as a reward. And he would just leave it out in the sun all day. And, you know, it didn't really bother Rolo at all. Well, we're, we're at this facility where we're training all these other rangers. And then we have a, a cook named Nora, who is this super sweet girl. And um, Nora must have seen the hot dogs laying down, thought one of the thought somebody had like left it there on yeah. accident and cooked it up and served it to everybody because we had hot dogs. I Did mean, you get sick? No, but... Okay, so what, the reason behind it and the reason we figured it out is because we had hot dogs literally every day yeah. for the first like two weeks, but we ran out of hot dogs after on week three. And week three plus like three days, we were eating hot dogs again. <laughs> and Christian was like, hey, do you guys see where all the hot dogs went that I had for Oldo? And we were all eating breakfast and we all stopped and looked down and there was hot dogs in our food. And yeah. we're like, yeah, I know we found it. Yeah. And I, I ate them all. Mike ate them all. And Chili was so sick of hot dogs by then. He didn't eat any and yeah. Natasha didn't eat any because she's a big baby. So I'm surprised that you didn't all get sick. Yeah. You, I don't know. Isn't it weird how it's like, you know, you go overseas or, you know, mm -hmm. like even when you went to Indonesia, yeah. it, you had more problems with your stomach here. Yeah. Well, I think the food is, the food is more processed here. Yeah. And I was talking to Coyote Peterson about this too, um, a little bit ago and he has the same thing. He's a very sensitive stomach. Yeah. And so he can hardly eat anything here in America, but he goes overseas. He's perfectly fine. Yeah. And so him and I, we bonded over the little fig bar things that, you know, we oh, eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're big suckers for that one. And, you know, um, he's just, a, he's a really cool cat. And so he, he has kind of the same things as I do. See, and that's one of the reasons why, um, well, when I became a vegetarian, mm -hmm. I was really having a problem with my stomach. Yeah. And I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was thinking, um, like when we were at getting pizza, yeah. I remember I went through like, well, maybe it's gluten. Yeah. So I went gluten free. Mm -hmm. And then I tried no dairy. And that wasn't it. And then when I stopped eating meat, yeah. my stomach has been fine ever since. And I think it was just because of how processed the it meat is. It could very well be. I mean, you know? who's to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about it. Yeah, I've know? been a vegetarian now for about five years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And I think people, it's weird too, because like people, I don't want to say look down on other, you know, countries or cultures and things like that. But like, you're like, oh, what do we have for dinner? They'd be like, that chicken. Yeah. You know, they point down and there's the chicken. It's like, Cock. you know, and like, we, <laughs> so it's walking the other yeah, way. Yeah. And you know, that chicken's not going to be like, you know, cooped up or fed anything that it's not supposed to be eaten. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really interesting to think of it. Well, yeah, it's totally different than that, than having a chicken that's never seen sunlight and, you yeah. know, pumped full of antibiotics because they're in such a dirty environment, Yeah, yeah. you know? So if that doesn't make you want to go out and yeah. get KFC, <laughs> yeah. I Watch, don't know Somebody's like listening, does. they're eating a burger or something right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, they're like, hmm. Yeah. And I have people all the time being like, well, do you get enough protein? And yeah, yeah you can absolutely substitute, you know, sure. yeah. protein. You don't have to have meat. Would you ever see yourself eating meat again? Nope. It was, like, it was very similar to like how we were talking about in the car over to get pizza. Like I can't, I could never see myself drinking alcohol mm -hmm. again. And in a lot of ways I can't, I, I forget that the substance of alcohol even exists. Yeah. It's so far out of my, like my you know, conscious thought yeah. that I forget that it's even a thing that people drink it. You know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Nope. Um, shoot. I had a, a thought in it. Oh, oh. The only time that I ever thought about eating meat mm -hmm. was when I had COVID. Okay. That is the only time 
that I have ever craved meat since yeah. I became a vegetarian. And I think it was just because my body um, needed so much nutrients mm, at yeah. that time. I didn't break. I stayed a vegetarian, but I tell you, I wanted fish and a burger. Mm. You know, I just wanted, I just wanted. That was meat. a really rough time. That was a really rough two weeks. Yeah. I would like to not do that again. Yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, I would just, I would just as soon not ever have COVID again. Yeah. You know, and I am going to get the booster. Yeah, I would. Yeah. You know, because I'm I'm double vax plus boosted, and I'm, I'm going to get the other one. They even have a chicken uh, monkeypox vax now too. That's what I've heard, but I've yeah. heard it's really hard to get. Really? Is it? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, because it's um, I it might be a more production now, but when yeah. it first came out, there wasn't enough for everybody. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I heard that New York yeah. declared um, a state of emergency because they have a polio. Yeah, outbreak, I saw that. Yeah. Which is absolutely crazy to think of. Yep. So, but I won't even get on that subject. Yeah. yeah. So, um, going back to originally when you were talking about like how much you enjoy YouTube now. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I mean, it, it's uh, YouTube is just the one channel I have struggled with. Yeah. But just lately here, just like in the last couple of weeks, I've just been, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. And yeah. I've had a lot of fun with my shopping videos. Yeah. Well, I think YouTube really, it really rewards people who, who are looking to express themselves creativity you yeah. know, or, or creative, creatively, creatively. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. And I think it, and it really rewards, you know, and, and it definitely, you know, it, it is a money making business, right? Nobody is at YouTube studios or YouTube headquarters like, Oh, I can't wait to make uh, the world a better place. They're like, you know, it is a business. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but they do, I think, and I think in a lot of ways, I think YouTube as a company takes very good care of their, their content creators. I was going to say, as a creator, I would say YouTube comes in first, mm-hmm. then Instagram, mm-hmm. and then TikTok. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, YouTube, I got a little video from YouTube, and they're like, dear content creator, mm-hmm. you know, um, make sure you take care of yourself. Here's the steps to keep yourself safe on and offline. Yeah. You know, a content creating can be hard, so if you need to take a break, here's how you let your platform know. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, wow, that's really cool. Thank you. And um, it just made me really feel like, you know, yeah. like you said, they make money, but at least they want to make sure that we're not. Yeah, I was, I was, because I had breakfast with James and Janae today. Um, we were talking about like staying safe because mm-hmm. it, it is a scary, it's a scary thing putting yourself out there on, on social media, but more so people finding out your location. Yeah. And um, James is talking about one of his, one of the content creators he watches just got swatted. And I don't know if you know what that means, no. but so basically what this is, is people either find out where you live either by reversing your like IP address or finding your IP address or finding your physical address or, you know, it doesn't, there's, there's a bunch of ways for people to figure out where you live. Um, and somebody had found out where one of his favorite, where these content creator lives. And so what you do is you make an anonymous phone call to the police saying, Hey, oh, this person has got yeah, a gun yeah. or this person has bomb making materials. This person's a, a danger. I've been threatened. This person's armed. He's dangerous. He's scary. And, and you, you leave up this anonymous tip. And then so like, obviously the police think it's a real thing. And what they do is they, you know, they, they, they get a, a, a warrant and they get the SWAT team and they, they breach and clear the, the house and they, you know, there's poor guys just playing his video games with his headphones. And all of a sudden these guys with armed, you know, armed weapons are breaking down the door, you know, putting them in handcuffs. And it's a very big thing. Oh, wow. Um, and this just happened a couple of days ago, you know, and it's, it's pretty crazy too. All there's, especially like for female content creators, there's a lot of stalkers out there. Yeah. And we were talking about this as well. This is kind of going down a dark path, but we were talking about how like certain people kind of feel like entitled, like it's, it's almost like they, they develop like this, 
obsession for consecrators and it's really scary sometimes. Yeah. You know, um, on TikTok, I follow mm. one lady. It's called the mommy farmer. Okay. Cool lady, but somebody killed her dog. Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they purposely went to her farm and offed her corgi. Yeah. You know, corgi. and it's just like, who would do that? Yeah. But I know that there's a really big creator on there and, um, she, I, I, sometimes it's like you wish for things and you wish for this huge platform and then you get it. And all of a sudden it's like, it, it's, it's a blessing in disguise. It's a blessing. I mean, right. I really hope that I can build a platform to where it's diverse enough mm -hmm. to, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just hope to, that I can stay safe and yeah. I mean, as long as you just, you, you just try your best to, you know, not leak any personal information and you know, you know, try your best not to show off any street signs or addresses and things like that. You'll be okay. Yeah. You know, eventually it will happen. I mean, like Mr. Beast, I saw he was doing an interview with Rogan and he had, you know, he said he was living in a very modest house, you know, it wasn't really big and fancy, but he had to move to a bigger house because he was getting robbed. He got robbed one time. And they stole everything. And he was like, I have to live in a bigger house in a gated community because people, you know, take advantage of him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and rob him because they do know he's, he's successful and wealthy. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to think that, like, he almost has to make this lateral move to protect himself and his, his well-being. So, yeah. I mean, who's to say? Maybe one day we move in a gated community. Then with an you know what? I'd be the okay rock. with that. It's yeah. just, I'm just trying to, I guess I'm... I'm trying to look at it in the bigger picture yeah. and I'm just trying to be as safe as I can and build a, a, a pot, you know? Yeah. You, and you totally can. Yeah. A kind of platform to be where, you know, it's as safe as possible, yeah. you know, but I mean, I just, yeah, there, you definitely run a risk. There's a lot of people out there who become totally fixated with the creator mm -hmm. and they almost get to be like, they they feel like they have a stake in your life. Sure. That makes yeah. No. Totally. Sense. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with you. That happened to me with with Twitch, right? Mm -hmm. When it was like almost like, oh, well, I was like, like I said, I was streaming for the pleasure of other people and not for myself. Yeah. Yeah. But people are very entitled. They're like, yeah. you know, like, hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go celebrate my birthday here, and then they show up like, like they're entitled to be there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. You know. I saw this. It, it's kind of not exactly on topic, but I, I did see this one we were talking earlier about like, um, you know, not, every, not, not everyone's going to like you or your product and things like that. And I saw mm -hmm. this quote a couple of days ago and it says, you may be the sweetest peach on the tree, but people just made that person made it not just like uh, peaches. Exactly. You know? So like, and I thought about that too, because I think I was always going back to like dressing and, you know, being perfect and things like that. I think I was always trying to be the sweetest peach on the tree to, you know, gain everybody's approval or gain everybody's like satisfaction and things like mm -hmm. that. And you know, people just may not like peaches. Yeah. But again, also to you were that one person who was um, showing an outfit in hopes to get people to say that. They yeah. Like very true. Yeah. Very true. And, you know, especially in the beginning of the mm -hmm. TikTok, And it was funny too, because I was, all right guys rate my outfit. And I was looking at it. I was like, Yo, it's just a normal shirt and a jacket. But no, you were you now. It's like if you like an outfit, you could you could show the same outfit, yeah, and be like, "This is my outfit," and yeah. you don't have to have people being like, "That's a good outfit." Sure, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. how you were on Twitch. You were okay. you were your platform. You were doing what you were doing because you wanted that adoration and you wanted that acknowledgement, oh, that praise, that praise. Yeah. So it it was like you were almost like seeking praise from the outside because you weren't praising yourself on the inside. Sure. Or maybe like if I thought, if I thought other people, you know, 
thought my outfit was good, then I then I believed them kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I needed that outward approval. Yeah, and you you switched the conversation. Yeah. Because now the conversation is is I like it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show it to you. Sure. Instead of like I don't, I'm not very confident. What do you think? Yeah. You know. I think wearing Crocs outside definitely helped that. It's just it's just been an amazing um, pattern of growth. But I also think that doing this podcast mm-hmm. has helped. I think so. I mean, this podcast has helped in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's interesting because we're like, oh yeah, let's do it to, you know, and I, maybe that's what is so cool about it is because we've never really pretended to be like anything in the art. Oh, this dog is... Ugh. And, and in case you're just wondering, we only have one dog. That's such a loud dog. And that's our puppy. Yeah. Who's actually turning into be a very Hang good on. watchdog. Hang on. So that's what I was saying. Like this podcast has been super great in so many ways because it's, we've never pretended to be anything other than we are. And we've never pretended to think that we're better than, you know, who we claim to be. A lot of the comments that I get are people who thank us for being so transparent. And it's just like, you know what? It's, we're not coming on here trying to say like, what do we think that they want to hear today? Yeah. We just talk about our lives and you know what, if, if we can help some, you know, some people along the way, then I think that's really cool. Well, not only that, but the putting on like this mask of like this persona of who you want people to think who you are is, it sounds incredibly tiring. Oh my gosh. You know? Okay. And I, and I think we wouldn't be able to, to keep it consistent through, we've done this for a year and some change now. And I don't think we'd be able to keep it up, keep this persona up if we were pretending to be anything other than we aren't. See, I think I lived the majority of my life trying to be somebody I wasn't. Oh, you mean before like sobriety? Just like in my 20s and in my marriage and everything. It was like, you know, I think I'm trying to look back and I mean, I was just, I was so insecure and in such a a bad place with the marriage that, um, I, I just felt like if I was younger or prettier or mm-hmm. taller or this or that, yeah. you know, my life would be better. And I was, I was trying to like metamorph myself into like this perfect person. Yeah. And it was just, it's so much work. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just a never ending, just trying to achieve something that, that you, that you would never achieve. Yeah. That's fair. I think I, I think, looking back on it and talking about that destination depression thing, mm-hmm. I definitely gave myself this unrealistic expectation of like, well, well, okay. So like, you know, once I, you know, get better at surfing, then I'll be happy. Or once I graduate mm-hmm. college, then I'll be happy. Or once I get straight A's, then I'll be happy. Or, you know, once I do this or this or this, and it wasn't like you say until recently where I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy the moment and I'm going to enjoy doing what I'm doing, you know, while I'm doing it versus like, you know, later down the line, not yeah. to say that not having goals is, bad i mean i think having goals is very is very very good but i think enjoying the journey and the experience is really really important yeah just like my you know like at my gym i'm not going to beat myself up for not being able to run three miles yeah i'm just going to enjoy the journey of getting there yeah absolutely you know but you know and the thing is is that robert with your like um how you used to like make these goals and just hold yourself Mm -hmm. to it you defended yourself and you defended that you know, ferociously. Yeah. Well, I think that's what, you know, like just being a product of my environment, I think that's mm-hmm. where I felt safe. Yeah. And I, and it was, it was safe for me to be like, okay, well I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna put my nose to the grindstone and I'm just going to hustle. And this way I won't have to think about anything other yeah. than that. And like, it's a very, you know, 
one directional kind of way kind of thinking. Like tunnel vision. Yeah, it was very tunnel vision, but it was but it was a safe way of thinking because mm-hmm. I was like, well, if I think about this goal and only this goal, I don't have to worry about this problem or this problem yeah. or this situation or this environment. You know, it was a, it was a way to I guess a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And now that, you know, now that we're in a a little bit more of a safer space and now that, you know, we're able to kind of take a step back and look at our environment and look at everything, it's been a lot more enjoyable. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, and it's also too, it's really nice to be happy with who you are. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, as a mom, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I could wear cowboy boots now. No kidding. I could wear cowboy boots and crux. And look good doing it. Yeah. Now are you going to wear cowboy boots to the gala? No, I won't, I won't mash up my outfit. Mm. So I'm gonna wear dress shoes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I am. D- d- When's the last time you? Oh, you. I would say the last time you got fancy like was for Brian Decker's thing. Yeah, and I fell in the yeah. parking lot and I yeah, cut we, myself. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a couple of practice runs. Yeah, make me walk. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened is I got invited. I was nominated for um, when I was in escrow. I was nominated for one an escrow officer of the year. Yeah. So Brandon and I went because he was nominated for escrow assistant of the year. Yes. And um, I don't wear dresses and I don't wear heels Mm -hmm. very often. Well, I wore a dress with heels and Brandon and I were a little late. So we were hurrying across the parking lot and my dress got caught in my heel and (laughs) I, I slid into home base with my hands and my knees and yeah. I go walking into Brian Decker's thing. All bleeding. All bleeding. People are trying to shake my hand. I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, what did you do? I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, we'll definitely take a couple of baby steps. Yeah. yeah. But I think it'd be fun. You know, it'd be, it'd be cool. You're going to be surrounded by zoo people and zoo people are a little goofy. Well, then I'm going to fit right in. Yeah. I can just kind of like, you know, just sh- I'll stand there and just be a part of their conversation. They won't know that I'm not a part of their group. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very true. I think you and Coyote Peterson will hit, kick it off just fine yeah. too. Yeah, Will's really uh, Will's really cool too. Will Fultz. I tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself Lonnie Chihuahua. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, he'll he'll probably get a kick out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I can be like, yeah, well, I too am famous. I am Lonnie Chihuahua. I wonder if I wonder if he's seen any of your TikToks. Because have you seen any of his? Mm-mm. Yeah. Let me see. No. There was one where they were milking a king cobra, which I thought was kind of cool. Does the king cobra have like little itty bitty teats? Uh, no, they were, I mean, they were venom ex- extracting venom. Oh. So yeah, probably our algorithms are a little bit different. Yeah, I reckon so. Maybe. I don't think he's in the women over 50 group, but. You don't think so? Uh, um, does he see. have tattoos? I think he's got a couple. This is him handling. This is with, with him and Mike when they're dealing with a black mamba. They were, they caught a black mamba in this hut. And Mike was saying that they have never been more scared in his life. Because oh, really? a mumble, yeah, a mumble will fuck you up. They will chase you. Now, is that Coyote Peterson wrestling it? Yeah, the guy the hat, yeah. So so Mike wasn't doing Mike. It? No, Mike was right behind Coyote. So he was more of like, uh, he was hands off. Is that Mike in the, like the Indiana Jones hat? No, that's Coyote Peterson. In the in, No. I, mean, hang on, I didn't see the TikTok. Hang on. So, because Coyote Peterson so has the beard. Coyote, this, okay, so I'll show you. Hold on, guys. So we're, we're watching. There's a black mamba. Black and it mamba, looks black really mamba. mad. They're not cool at no. all. I, everybody in the everybody in Africa is terrified of mambas. Okay. So that's coyote. No, Peterson. that's Tyrone. That's my buddy Tyrone. Oh, okay. So he's a, he's another South African. So he, Coyote Peterson's dressed up like Indiana. That's Coyote Jones. Peterson. Yes, he's dressed up as Indiana Jones. Okay. Yeah. So I, sorry, yeah. I didn't see the TikTok. So that was my oh, buddy okay. Tyrone. Mike's in the background. That's Coyote Peterson. And that's the mamba. And what are they just trying that, to? That's Tyrone. Oh, okay. And they're just trying to get. It. Oh, they're yeah, putting so him they're, in a tube. They're going to put it in the tube so they can handle it. Why do they want to handle it? So he, Coyote can pick it up. 
Ooh. Yeah. So it's going in the handling too, which is just like a really clear pipe. Yeah. And so it gets him up far enough and then he just holds it so the snake can't back up. And so the he basically holds the snake's butt. No, he's holding like, I would say his torso. Okay. Is it not the butt? So he's you, a you have to get, he's you have a snake butt handler. Yeah, well, technically, yeah. I mean, but think about it. He's not getting bit by a mamba, well, so yeah. you're okay. I mean, but I think we should call it for what it is. Because Mike was saying that they're like eight hours from the closest hospital. Yeah. And so if he gets bit, you're you're dead right there. Yeah, because there's no way the coyote or the snake's going to get out of that tube. It can. Absolutely. If, it Well, if, let's say coyote doesn't have a good enough grip. It can slip out. If it slips out, then he's in striking well, distance. Well, yeah. I mean, if, he, if it slips out, he needs to run. Yeah, mamba can chase. It'll outrun you. Now, what did they do with the snake? Uh, they, they relocated it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, they saved it. See, look, he's a snake. Butt you'd be surprised how many venomous snake handler experts are in Africa. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So he's handling it right now. He's not handling the butt. He is handling the end of the snake. Yeah. So that's Cody Peterson. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, Mike, it's funny. It's funny because Mike puts me in so many uncomfortable situations. It was funny to hear him say how uh, utterly scared he was. Yeah. Because I mean, we've had, I mean, we, we've seen, a bunch of different snakes, you know, all these different kinds of venomous snakes and things like that. I've never heard them. You could, you could audibly hear how terrified he was. Oh wow! They're, they're not to be messed with. I mean, Will, Grant, everybody's afraid of mambas. Yeah, no, I'm afraid of them and I know, and I'm, there's none of them around. Yeah. Yeah. They're really scary. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So you get to meet him. Cool. You should bring like a fake snake and throw it at him. (laughs) No, no. I'll be like, I'll bring a fake snake. I'll be like, Hey, you want to touch his butt? There you go. (laughs) You probably think you're the weirdest person if you lead with that. I heard you like snake butts, dude. What? <laughs> maybe. I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe he'll, he'll probably find that funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'll give him shit. There you go. You know, that's just the whole thing. It's like, to me, it's like, I'm going to be me regardless. Yeah. I just think I live so many years not being me that I have yeah. 100% no problem being me regardless okay as to who that. it's yeah, with. I'm okay with that. You know. And yeah. that's, and I know sometimes it's cringy for you and Brandon. It, but also too, I think Brandon and I play up the, the cringy thing, Yeah, you know, because a lot of times I think it was just, we fall into old roles where you like to kind of like, I don't want to say like be the center of attention, but Brandon and I kind of like, like to downplay it. And sometimes it hypes you up. Yeah. You know, and truthfully, it's not so much about being a center of attention. It's more about me celebrating me having a voice and, okay. and I really what I was just reading some of those names over Boo's oh. face. I'm like, is there a black mamba up there? No. Yeah, they're scary as shit, dude. Yeah. So no, it, 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 see, I think that I, I'm, I think you and Brandon have the wrong narrative about what I'm doing. Okay. To me, it's all about just proving that I have the freedom of, of being able to that's do that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, and it, I never, and I never do it to be cringy or the same. I, I would, I would never say that you would. What you do is cringy. I mean, you do s- super silly things. <laughs> like yeah. trying to get in the conversation with ladies at yeah. the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot they could see me. Yeah, you walked right up like and you were like invisible. Worse than that, since I've been doing the gray hair can do, I have a tendency to not close my mouth. Oh yeah, no, you're definitely a mouth breather. I am, and yeah. it's just, that's not attractive. Yeah. You, yeah, you, you if you remember uh, Hey Arnold? Yeah. You know the one the one kid who always just follows Helga? He's yeah. like mouth breathing. Yeah. He just like backhand him. Yeah. That's and you. then, you know, I haven't blown my nose for a month because I got my nose ring. So my nose is all clogged up. And then I'm breathing through my mouth and I'm sliding up to these ladies. And then, you know, I wonder. Like, Mom, heal, heal, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. And to me, it's 
see, I think sometimes you and Brandon confuse, like, because yeah. I know I used to fly off the handle a lot when I was drinking. And I put you guys into a lot of embarrassing situations because sure. I couldn't control my yeah, that's, anger. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's where it's I at. think yeah. that a lot of, there's a lot of similarities, like when I'm being goofy or doing something like that. Yeah. I think it brings up old fears of like when I was angry. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's understandable. It's pretty interesting. It's, it's, it's very plausible to see that connection too. Oh, yeah. So. And you know that I never get upset for you guys like getting uncomfortable and I do try to tone it down because truthfully your feelings are more important mm -hmm. than anything else because it's that's the only way we break old habits very and, true. and old patterns yeah very true yeah yeah awesome Mom. well you want to tell them where to find us yes you I'm going to go first today because I'm the center of attention no I don't I always put you or Brandon first no, I didn't know that that's because okay do you want to listen yeah I'm listening okay hi everyone you can find Robert you said you were going to go first. I never put me first. Oh, my God. You can find Robert at Robert Robert Pike Pike at Instagram and Sherbert at YouTube and TikTok. Brandon, who's not here today, you can find him at Don't Die Disco on all platforms. And I, Lonnie, you can find me at Gray Hair Tattoos across all platforms or at the gym when you're having a conversation and there's a strange lady standing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> So until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.